0: We often talk about the fact that we are all part of the body of Christ, and we are one church, despite the denominational and doctrinal lines we draw ourselves to label and divide us. Well, the Apostle Paul addresses this too. Stay with us as we talk about being united in Christ on Cell Life Church Live. My name is Maury Hachie. We bring to you a today's word of God In the book of Daniel chapter 2, verse 26, Praise be to the name of God forever and ever. Wisdom and power are His. He changes times and seasons. He sets up things and deposits them. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to the discerning. He reveals deep and hiding things. He knows what lies in darkness and light goes in Him. Welcome to Cell Life Church Live. Thank you for joining us as we share an inspirational message that is relevant to life today.
1: Hello friends Hi. and thank you for joining us once again for Cell Life Church Live. It is always good to be in the studio encouraging yes. you. Yes, it is. We have mentioned in the last two videos that we are preparing our report on the Kenya mission mm-hmm. trip. It is almost complete and we will first be sharing it with the church council this week and then we will pass it on to you. Yeah, God is doing so many amazing things in Kenya through Cell Life Church and others and we are grateful and humbled that the Lord has chosen us to serve alongside them. Pastor Martin Ndakwa of Cell Life Church Kenya sends his greetings and his thanks. He does. We ask that you continue to pray for believers around the world. Many are in places and nations that it is very dangerous for Christians. Many of our brothers and sisters are being tortured, imprisoned, and even killed because of mm. the name of Jesus. Pray for the Lord to continue to sustain them in the face of this persecution yes. and to protect them. Yes. Most of all, pray that the Lord pours out his Spirit on all mankind all around the globe.
0: Yes, amen. Amen. We often talk about the concept of one church. Uh, The fact that we are all part of the body of Christ and are one church despite the denominational and doctrinal lines that we draw ourselves to label and divide us. This is nothing new. Even in Jesus' day, the Jews had different sects or factions that Jesus was able to use to his favor. There were the Pharisees and the Sadducees. There was a doctrinal disagreement between the two that separated them, though they worshiped together and served God together, even sat on the council together. Mm-hmm. Of course, they also crucified Christ together, but that's a whole other topic.
1: <laughs> when Jesus ascended almost 2,000 years ago, he left behind apostles and disciples to preach the gospel and make disciples, therefore, growing the church, the one church. Mm-hmm. He didn't give them instructions to divide up doctrinally. He told them to go and make disciples by spreading the gospel throughout the land. Yes. Over time it is man who has been mostly well intentioned who has created all these divisions and doctrinal lines. Mm-hmm. It is also man who has been the one to start arguing over who is right and who is wrong <laughs> over these doctrinal differences. None, unlike the Pharisees and Sadducees, started arguing over the concept of resurrection.
0: Right. Frankly, we believe we could do so much more for the Lord in His name if we stopped blustering about, focusing on minor doctrinal differences, Mm -hmm. and started doing exactly what Jesus told us to do, the way He showed us to do it. I mean, let's face it, friends the world is getting more and more difficult to practice Christianity the way we have over the past centuries. Mm -hmm. The idea of building bigger buildings and paying for advertising on bigger billboards is coming to an end. In fact, recently the city of Boston, Massachusetts banned the Christian flag from being flown alongside other flags on public property. The more we focus on attendance, donations, and building size, The more we lose ground in the spiritual war being waged all around us. We are being separated spiritually by the enemy of our soul and will seemingly be easier to conquer that way.
1: Yeah. We are here to tell you today that that is not the church Jesus instituted. That's right. Now we can't go back in time, Mm -hmm. we can't go back to Egypt, so to speak. Mm We can, however, make a course correction. With that, we want to look at Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians is a great book of instruction, for lack of a better term, for a growing church. Mm -hmm. It contains all sorts of great wisdom for growing groups and congregations as they minister to their communities. Chapter 4 also really cements the thought of a unified church body, not a fractured Mm -hmm. one. Let's start by reading Ephesians chapter 4, verses 1-7. through 7.
0: As a prisoner of the Lord, then, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. But to each one of us, grace has been given as Christ apportioned it. The Apostle Paul clearly starts this portion of his letter to the church in Ephesus, giving simple instruction of how they ought to act and why. He starts by urging them to live a life worthy of the calling that they have received. Friends, when you said yes to Jesus' invitation for forgiveness and salvation, you were adopted into the family of God. You took on the name of God as anyone does when they are adopted into a family. Live worthy of the name that you have taken on, Mm -hmm. that of Christian. Don't do or say anything that will reflect poorly on the Lord. And when you do, because none of us is perfect, (laughs) repent immediately and ask for forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Jesus is faithful to forgive you in the name of the Father.
1: Yes. That's not easy to do, and we can't do it on our own power or ability. It takes the Holy Spirit living and working in us every day. Yes, it does. Once again, Paul shares how we do these things. We are supposed to be gentle and patient, Mm -hmm. loving each other as brothers and sisters because we are. (laughs) We have all been adopted into the family of God. He tells us to make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit. He even tells us how to do that. (laughs) He says to do that by keeping the peace with our brothers and sisters in the Lord. Paul then points out that many church leaders don't want to hear today.
0: Yeah, you know, if we could just do those things that he told us to do as a church. <laughs> church leaders want to focus on their group and ignore the rest. not all, but some. They want to only minister to their own and not the ones they disagree with. Verse four of Ephesians chapter 4 starts out, "There is one body. There is one body, friends. That is one church or one Bride of Christ. We are united in Christ and we need to act that way. We need to live that way. We need to preach and teach that way. We need to stop arguing over minor doctrinal differences and celebrate the eternal life we have all received through Christ Jesus. If you have been with us for long, or are part of a Cell Life Church ministry somewhere in the world, verses 11 and 12 of Ephesians chapter 4 should be quite familiar to you.
1: And this says this, So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors and teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. Yeah. This is a cornerstone piece of scripture mm-hmm. for Cell Life Church, and we do preach it often. We do. <laughs> Whenever we have the opportunity to teach pastors and church leaders, this is foundational for our teaching.
0: Yes, it is. Church leaders, you have a responsibility and biblical mandate to equip the people that you have been entrusted to lead so they can effectively go out into all the world and preach the gospel and make disciples. Yeah. That is your first and most important priority with respect to ministry. When we as church leaders effectively build up the people God has entrusted us to lead, the church is built up.
1: Yeah.
0: Let's look at the next verse though because this instruction for us has a limit when it is no longer necessary. Let's read verse 13, because the sentence continues, until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. In other words, our role as church leaders only lasts until the people we are leading reach unity with the rest of the body and mature in Christ. Mm-hmm. Many church leaders do not lead their people to spiritual maturity. They prefer to keep their people dependent on them their whole lives, much like a mother who refuses to allow her grown children to make their own decisions. This is not biblical. Sometimes we get too kind of wound up in the job and self preservation and organization preservation than actually maturing the people that we are leading. You should be teaching and equipping the people in your groups and congregations to pray, to study the Bible, and serve on their own as they grow in Christ. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, the more we focus on building bigger buildings, attracting more people, or raising more money, teaching and equipping our people becomes counterproductive to those goals.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So when our primary focus is on Christ and giving Him all the glory, it is easy. When our primary focus starts to try and keep some of the glory for ourselves, especially in the form of pride, we miss the mark, and our efforts will be our own, not those of the Lord.
1: Yeah, church's leadership model is nothing new. Mm-hmm. When we go back to Moses in Exodus chapter 18, we read about his service to all Israel and how overwhelming it was. He was not a dictator, he was merely a prophet speaking for the Lord. Yes, he was. At one point, Moses was so overwhelmed with the day to day duties of leading all Israel and mediating their squabbles and arguments Mm -hmm. that his father in law, speaking with the Spirit of the Lord, told him to appoint wise elders to hear these arguments and squabbles and mediate between them. Yes. Moses was not a dictator. He was a chief servant of the Lord. The point of all this is found in the next three verses of Ephesians chapter 4. Mm-hmm. Then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of people in their deceitful scheming. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of Him who is the head, that is, Christ. From Him, the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work.
0: Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: That is the result of following Jesus' plan for growing the church. That is his body.
0: Yes, it is.
1: The people who have taken on the name Christian will no longer be like infants. Mm -hmm. We will no longer be tossed back and forth by popular teachings and the cunningness of the devil. Mm -hmm. We will be able to discern the devil's tactics and point them out to others. Yes. We will see the danger of new teachings that are not based on scripture in its entirety but based on twisting small pieces of scripture and taking them out of context.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We will speak the truth in love and will grow to respect one another as we grow together loving Christ as our head. Yes. Each member will do their part, trusting everyone else will be doing their part mm-hmm. as well and the whole. Of the church, that is the body of Christ, mm-hmm. will grow and the devil will hasten to defeat.
0: Yes. Friends, we won't stop saying it, preaching it, or teaching it. We are one church. Yeah. We are united in Christ. This is the church that Jesus is building that the gates of hell cannot stand against. That's right. A mature body of believers who have the wisdom and joy of the Lord. And the patience to act when and how the Lord asks. Amen. Amen.
1: Thank you so much for joining us today. God is doing amazing things through everyday people just like yourself. Yes, He is. All around the world. Mm -hmm. If you have questions or comments about this or any of our other teachings, Mm -hmm. please contact us using one of the methods detailed in the closing of the video. Please like and share this video with your friends and family. Until next time, be encouraged in Jesus' name. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for joining Cell Life Church Live. We hope you've been encouraged. If this message touched you in some special way and you would like to contact us, you may do so on our Facebook page, website, this YouTube channel or email. We enjoy hearing how these messages impact your life. Would you consider supporting Cell Life Church financially? Contributions can be made online and are tax deductible in the United States. Details for giving can be found on our website at www.celllifechurch.tv.